0: Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy
1: today's podcast episode. Morning.
0: Yo. What's going on? Oh, nothing. How's your week been? Oh, kind of uh, same as usual. Olivia doing okay,
1: yeah doing good good getting ready
0: getting ready got one in the oven
1: which uh amounts to a lot of uh a lot of projects that around the house that normally wouldn't be as urgent suddenly became pretty urgent
0: I can see that, man where are we? Fifty-four.
1: Fifty-four.
0: Anything else going on you want to chat about this week or just into our chapter? Mm, I can't I can't think of anything specifically. I'm starting to experience that uh oneness a little more with others. How so? When I was running the other day, I said, hmm, I'm, "If I'm just like everyone else, they're me and I'm them. So, when I meet someone, I'm going to pretend it's me and say hello to them, just like someone I would hope do for me." And I thought, "Wait a minute, isn't that what the Bible said too?" <laughs> so I was back yeah. to the treat others as you want to be treated. You know, I'm like, yeah. "Is that create? Is that removing the separateness?" I don't know,
1: yeah, the only problem with that sometimes is if I treat everyone like it was me, I would just be like, oh, they don't wanna they don't wanna be bothered right now. <laughs> just gonna leave them alone
0: could be could be, oh cool, My daughter just got a six thousand dollar scholarship for her study abroad. oh nice. That means it'll cost us nothing. Oh, yeah. Where's she going? China. Oh, wow. So she's going right after she graduates, like summer after. So she'll walk, but finish up. And then she's looking for graduate schools. Nice. Yeah, this uh, separateness is our problem. Because, I, you know, I see others as being different from me. And when I do that creates the labels and the good and bad and right and wrong and all those things, and I yeah. think the whole point is to realize we're all part of one big body seems to be yeah, well,
1: yeah, I think that's a lot of the you know spiritual teachings of almost all of the major religions, you know, kind of lean in that direction.
0: You know, even Christianity does as far as the body of Christ, they stop there. They don't include nature, what I heard. At any rate, it would have been just the body, just the people who had uh, accepted Christ for the forgiveness of their sins, then they could be the body. And then the rest of the people weren't. And so the separateness stops, the, the, the togetherness stops there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, uh, if, if anything's happened, I've become more open to the idea that we're all part of this instead of just this small Christian sect was part of it, you know, that, but I know I don't have it figured out like I used to think I did. Yeah, I think –
1: I mean, it seems like that's kind of the first step to figuring anything out is, you know, leaving enough room for possibilities that you don't know or haven't yet considered.
0: There was no room before, no room at all. Huh. It took alcohol to get me to make room. Hmm. You want to read first? You want me to? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first. It's long. I know. Here we go.
1: All right. All right. 54. What is firmly established cannot be uprooted. What is firmly grasped cannot slip away. It will be honored from generation to generation. Cultivate virtue in yourself, and virtue will be real Cultivate it in the family and virtue will abound. Cultivate it in the village and virtue will grow. Cultivate it in the nation and virtue will be abundant. Cultivate it in the universe and virtue will be everywhere. Therefore, look at the body as body. Look at the family as family. Look at the village as village. Look at the nation as nation. Look at the universe as universe. How do I know the universe is like this? By looking.
0: Whoever's planted in the Tao will not be uprooted. Whoever embraces the Tao will not slip away. Her name will be held in honor from generation to generation. Let the Tao be present in your life and you will become genuine. Let it be present in your family, and your family will flourish. Let it be present in your country, and your country will be an example to all countries in the world. Let it be present in the universe, and the universe will sing. How do I know this is true? By looking inside myself.
1: That which is well built will never be torn down. That which is well latched cannot slip away. Those who do things well will be honored from generation to generation. If this idea is cultivated in the individual, then his virtue will become genuine. If this idea is cultivated in your family, then virtue in your family will be great. If this idea is cultivated in your community, then virtue will go a long way. If this idea is cultivated in your country, then virtue will be in many places. If this idea is cultivated in the world, then virtue will be with everyone. Then observe the person for what the person does and observe the family for what it does and observe the community for what it does and observe country for what it does and observe the world for what it does. How do I know this saying is true? I see these things, I observe these things, and see.
0: Tao's power is so deeply entrenched, it can never be uprooted. Tao's power clings so tightly, it can never slip away. It will endure for generations. If you get in touch with the power of Tao, it will become real. If your family gets in touch with the power of Tao, the power will flourish your community gets in touch with the power of Tao, the power will grow even stronger. your country gets in touch with the power of Tao, the power will become abundant. If the world gets in touch with the power of Tao, the power will be everywhere. How can I know this? I just do. <laughs> I like Star's translation of that.
1: Are you going to read it?
0: Truth, once established, can never be uprooted. Goodness, once imbibed, can never be stripped away. A sacrifice to a higher cause is never lost. An offering to an ancestor never goes to waste. When a person embodies Dao, his heart becomes true. When a family embodies Dao, it thrives. When a village embodies Dao, it is protected. When a country embodies Dao, it prospers. When the world embodies Tao, it reveals its perfection. Tao is everywhere. It has become everything. To truly see it, see it as it is. In a person, see it as a person. In a family, see it as a family. In a country, see it as a country. In the world, see it as the world. How have I come to know this? Tao has shown me thou as all this genuine the mark of a genuine person is straightforwardness he has nothing to hide nothing to defend that's uh Stephen mitchell's comment interesting <clears throat> well the place we look is inside ourselves i like the third translation talking about us observing
1: yeah i thought that the, the third one kind of comes across as the most, to me, comes across as the most straightforward or easiest to understand in this case. Um, I usually like the Mitchell one. I don't know who does the third one. J.H. McDonald. Whoever that is. Because um, he gives you the... Um, that which is well built will never be torn down. That which is well latched cannot slip away. Those who do things well will be honored from generation to generation. If this idea is cultivated in the individual and then, so that's the idea. And then it goes on to apply it to the individual, uh, to the family, to the community, to the country and the world or the universe i don't know it's in, it's interesting that it keeps getting bigger and
0: bigger and and that they started with us you know that it has to start with you it didn't start outward and work in it started inward and worked out let it be present in you then your yeah. family then your community your country universe world or,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That we flourish when we're rooted in the Tao, when we embrace the Tao.
1: Or at least in this verse, when you cultivate the Tao.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is kind of an interesting, interesting verb. Cultivating and, the Tao. Yeah. Well, it. It implies more. It implies a bit more intentionality, I think, than is than it normally comes across as.
0: Where, where do you see that? How far down? Where is that?
1: Cultivate.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, it's in uh, it's in the first and first and third translations. If this uh, cultivate virtue cultivate, in yourself, I got you. Okay.
0: Uh I was gonna cultivate. look in the, the self translation and see if I could sure see where but yeah like the the word the says cultivates practices when one cultivates when one practices so that's what it's talking about is is cultivate practice adorn yeah. So practicing it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which again is, you know, a certain level of intentionality, you know, it's doing it, it's doing it on purpose. It's not something you're doing, you know, for, for all we talk about, you know, effortless effort and stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, which I'm not saying it couldn't still be that, by any means, it it can still certainly be that.
0: Well, it has but to be. Uh, that's really the whole purse. The whole point behind it is to get to that effortless st- place where, where we're at ease, is the whole point. I think and that's getting into the moment, letting go of all that judgment and separation. And it's interesting. They all said, how do we know this to be true? It comes back to self reflection, meditation, looking within. Yeah. How you would do that. Right. Right. I interpret yeah. looking within as a lot of meditation, a lot of honesty with myself.
1: Yeah, Actually, absolutely. All
0: the steps are looking within. If you think about it that way, if you look at the 12 steps there, that whole thing is a shining the light inside. I mean, the fourth step, that is getting into those areas of our inner soul that we haven't looked at and protected for years, for all of our life.
1: Yeah, so that's an interesting question. Or, like, if you're, I mean, if if you look at it compared to the steps, I don't think any of those come across as very effortless. You know what I mean?
0: No that's
1: that's stuff that you're that's some work you're putting in you know
0: yeah but being effortless is not not working though
1: yeah well i mean i'm not i'm not saying it is i just i mean it's kind of i guess i'm really just you know like picking at that balance you know that we're always yeah. trying to find of you know work that's not work effort that's not effort
0: I think it's Um, effort, but it's effort that's lacking selfish ends. You know, it's effort that's not about buddy or making, you know, it's, it's effort that's not, uh, caressing buddy's ego in some way. It's still effort, but it's, it's without the self. It's selfless effort, I guess. In my thinking, that's what I've experienced.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't disagree. I'm just, it's just, uh, it just seemed like an interesting word choice. Uh, It is. It is. When I, if I'm just, if I'm just doing like a, you know, like random word association, if you said the word cultivate to me, the first thing that I think about is like gardening, the cultivated garden. Did you have a
0: garden when you were a kid? Were you made to work in the garden?
1: Yeah, my grandparents did. I had, uh, I've, uh, I've picked a few beans.
0: We had to hoe the garden. My grandmother did not want to weed in the garden. We had to go weed the garden and pick beans and then snap beans and then all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So that, that idea of cultivation. And I, I guess it is, it is like, if you think about it in gardening terms, like this effortless effort the uh i mean the work is work it's still work you know what yeah. i mean you're you're sweating you it's it's happening but um you know the natural part like the plant coming up out of the ground you can cultivate that plant but you can't grow that plant right it's gonna do what the plant does uh the the i think and maybe that that's I, I think that's a good use of the word cultivate. You know what I mean? You're you're the best you can do is sort of create the right conditions for it to grow. You at the end of the day, you can't you can't make the sprout come out of the ground, you know, that's
0: the sprout's gotta do that. That's the effortless part. Yeah. They said that in you know, for Wu Wei effortless effort, there is no English word to translate, so they use effortless effort because there's nothing better in the English language that they found. Yeah. To use for that translation. There's not a word for that.
1: Shows, it shows what a problem it is for English speakers. If we if we don't even have a word for it, how can we talk about it?
0: Exactly. We just have to learn to do it, right? Yes. Well, that's what. I think Romans fourteen says, The kingdom of God's not meat and drink or it's not effort, it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. so the peace and joy comes from doing the will of God in that thinking in that according to that verse in my in my thinking. So what we're looking for is peace and joy, I think. so what is it that brings us peace and joy? It's not having more money and having more things and more success and all that. It's in doing the will of God. And I see that now in my life. I have peace and joy from doing what I need to be doing, being available and doing the next right thing. Not from how many zeros I have in the bank account or all those things. Those things might, you know, for a little bit bring me things if I want them, but it doesn't bring me peace and joy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So cultivating. hmm. So how do we cultivate the Tao? I guess is the question. That's where I'm going. What do you think? Is that a good one for yeah. today? Yeah, I think so. How do we cultivate the Tao
1: in our life? Well, and then... So there's this, the, the idea of cultivating it, but then it kind of talks about cultivating it on multiple levels, you know. So you're cultivating it. You can cultivate it as an individual, cultivate it as a family, cultivate it as a community, as a country, as the world. And that's kind of interesting to me because I... I primarily think about things in terms of myself, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy for me to look at, I mean, not even not even the rest of the world. The rest of the world is so big that I can, you know, it's just so big that sometimes it doesn't even seem real, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can just, I can look out the window, I can turn on the news and be like, what in the world could I possibly have to do with that? But even, you know, even on just the next level up from my from individual is family, you know, just on a family level. Sometimes it's like, well, you know, you do what you're going to do and I'm just going to do, you know, I'm going to do the best thing that I can or I'm going to try to cultivate myself. And, and, uh, you know, and I think that there's something real to that, but. This, you know, this verse kind of makes me question, like, is it possible to cultivate the Tao as, you know, what, what would that look like? You know what I mean? Cultivating the Tao as a family, as a community, as the world or whatever, you know, as a country, all of the things it lists.
0: Do you think it's like an explosion, like a bomb? that it has to start in you and then it works its way out as it, as the force pushes out. Or is it something that they're just saying, if you do it in yourself, it's this way in your family. So you could work it in the family without working it in yourself. You see what I'm, I thought about it immediately as it had to be in me first and then the family, then, you know, like it had to work out. Uh, maybe that's not a accurate. Well, that's—I don't know. I mean, I, that's the question I'm
1: asking. That's 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 exactly the question I'm asking. It, that I'm because I'm so accustomed to thinking of it that way. You know, the whole—you uh, know—the uh, whole Gandhi thing. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. That's the. I thought Obama said the, that. Uh, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, it's
0: Gandhi, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. Who knows if Gandhi said it? I bet he did. Somebody on Facebook said it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) My my favorite
0: Gandhi quote is the, uh, he said, I have, or I've heard he said it. I have so much to do today that I need to meditate two hours. Maybe I should meditate two hours rather than one.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: but Yeah, that's effortless effort. That's putting things in priority. That's looking within. You know, yeah. Are we the change, or can we start this somewhere else? Do we have to change? Do we have to be the change? I guess is the question. <laughs> can we impose yeah. the change on others without changing ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't.
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think that that probably. That that probably is the primary mode of change is through the individual.
0: Well, it says how we change. It's looking within. Or
1: or, or not even maybe change, you know, is such a loaded word. You know, maybe mm-hmm. just growth or, you know what I mean?
0: How like, do we cultivate
1: the Tao? Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering. So, you know, we have this idea of like um, – that that, that's easily applied to our ourselves. You know, we, we say progress, not perfection. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's easy. That's easy to look at yourself and apply that to yourself as in. So like, I don't have to get, I don't have to have everything right to have something right. I don't have to, I don't have to get it all together to get something together. You know, Mm um, I don't, I don't have to, uh, arrive at the destination before I start the journey, the process.
0: The, the, um, the, the garden is growing even as I'm pulling weeds, or if I don't pull weeds a day, there's still growth happening, hopefully. It's beyond my control. Same kind of deal, right? We're still yeah. our garden cultivating analogy. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna try I'm gonna try. <laughs> it's
0: me, really hard man, to pick an analogy I, I and run with it. Too. You know me,
1: <laughs> But uh Well, and so I I guess I'm wondering if because so going back to your thing, you know, from the beginning, you know, if we're that whole oneness, you know, all part of the same body. You know, I guess I'm just. You know, wondering if there's a. You know how that plays out on, you know, on a family level or a community level, you know, like progress not perfection as a family progress not perfection as a as a community you know like how are how are we thinking you know what i mean like like if we are all one like i don't you you know what i mean i'm Mm -hmm. like is it it's one community one world one one family one whatever it is um
0: I don't know. Well, I know that for me, it starts with me considering you and your needs, not just mine. And so, with my family, it would be sh- me showing love to my family instead of control and domination. That's one place that that would start. Then, as a family unit, if we were all doing that, then we would be, you know, treating our neighbors with more care and concern and kindness, less selfishness, less control. And then as a community, if that grew from there, it would be the same acts of love and kindness more than the acts of control and hate and all those things. That's how I would see it as growing. Uh, And that could take many different forms. If you're talking about helping those in need, you could on a national level, you could be talking about nonprofits and ways that they would do that kind of a thing. We do that a lot, you know, here is work with nonprofits and give. And I like the nonprofit system rather than the government system of aid. You know, only 27 cents of every dollar that's set aside in the government for helping someone actually gets to the person. The rest is eat up in uh, administration. We already have a nonprofit system together that has a guideline of 80% to the, 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 the base is about 80% to the, uh, to whatever the, the purpose of the nonprofit is, which is a good base. But see, that's, that's where in government, you know, you could hide money and power behind the faults, um, Motive, you know, like it could appear you had a good motive when really behind it was not a good motive at all. That's the way I see a lot of that. So, you know, that's still not accomplishing that. So I, I'm just curious to, I guess well, I the don't more even... of us that uh, practice, the more we'd be able to influence and change those that we have in office and the way that it's handled and everything, you know, I would guess that would be what it would look like.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I, I guess it is to me, I'm just asking the question because I'm so, like, I'm so accustomed to thinking in terms of the only thing that I can do at all is um, is work on myself. You know what I mean? Like wow. the only meaningful thing that I can do is change myself, and while I you know, I mean, I've, that's not very different than what I've thought my whole life, you know? And so I I don't, I think, and, and even still, I think that that's mostly true. It's just that I read stuff like this verse and it makes me, you know, wonder if there's other ways I should be. It makes me wonder if I'm not, sometimes I wonder if I'm not using that idea of like my self-improvement or the idea of change, starting with the individual. If I'm not using that as an excuse to ignore other things that are going on, you know what I mean? My family, my community, you know what I mean? Like, like sure. My family's having problems, but I need to work on me right now. (laughs)
0: but the way you work on your family is by working on you. That is true. And and I
1: guess that's, that's, that's the, that's the thing I worry about sometimes is even that is absolutely true. But even, even in being true, I wonder if I, it just makes me wonder if, you know, occasionally, not all the time, you know, but it, it makes me wonder if I've, you know, misused that truth in some way, or if I've, Uh, You probably
0: have. We all have to a point, you know. It was interesting, the end of each of these verses say it a little differently. By looking, how do I see this? By looking, by looking mm -hmm. inside myself. Yeah. By observing the things. What is that? I'm missing that last. By observing these things and seeing, is that what?
1: I observe these things and see.
0: And see, okay. And how can I know this? I just do, but it's all looking within.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's
0: it's, it's, the last one is
1: definitely the most relatable. How do I know this? I just do.
0: It's how yeah, anybody that, knows anything? That's an inner knowing, you know. Yeah. And the, the star verse says, um, "How do I know this? How, about, how do I know this to be the case?" And it says. By cultivating the virtue that is within me. Yeah. So it's about cultivating the virtue. Back to that cultivation again. It's what is within me. So going by what is within. Because the only person that we can really surrender is us. The only person that we can influence and change is us. And I think that as we start changing then we start being concerned with others we start helping others then we start being concerned on a community level on a national level voting in our best choices for that we have available to us to cultivate this on a national level and even how to do that I mean is different you know can be different between different people you know, how, how we're supposed to cultivate that on a national level, you know. So it's interesting how we all look at this differently. But I really believe it starts from this within cultivating within, like you were talking about, getting the ground ready, you know, because that's the work. That's where the effort is, is getting the ground ready so we can grow. And it's not yeah. rational. And I think about that versus cognitive approach to recovery and a spiritual approach to recovery. You know, with a cognitive approach, like that's very popular now, which would be the naked mind approach, the uh uh smart recovery approach. Um, there's nothing. I'm not, I'm not real familiar with those. What, what I mean, is there a, basically it it's cognitive mean, exactly? behavior it's changing your behavior nothing spiritual nothing it's it's more of understanding the disease so therefore you do different in, in having habits that help and all of those things so and, yeah. and i think that helps especially in the beginning to have some of that but for the
1: actuate into right
0: thinking well but it's not an approach, though, Zach. It's more about changing habits than it is anything spiritual. They they don't take a spiritual approach at all in Smart Recovery, best I understand. I've read their stuff. I've never been to a meeting. I've got friends that have, or I've listened to people talk about the meetings, and that, and I've uh, looked at some things by the people who represent Smart as to what it is, and they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no God in smart. There's no higher power. That's not what smart is about. It's about, uh, what does that stand for? I don't know. That would probably be a good place to start, wouldn't it?
1: If it says it's smart, though, it must be good.
0: Yeah, it must, isn't it? It <laughs> um, stands for self-management and recovery training. So it's, uh, the smart approach is secular and science based using cognitive behavior therapy and non confrontational motivational methods. Okay. There's no higher power in smart. So, Hey, and if folks can use that, fantastic. I'm for any way anyone can get sober. I've been accused of being. AA is the only way, but I've never said that. I don't believe that. I want anyone to be better in any way they possibly can. They can stand on their head and fart the Star Spangled Banner backwards and it gets them sober. I'm all for it. Start a meeting. Do something. Teach people how to do it. I don't care, you know, but I just want everyone's life to be better. I wonder, I mean, I don't know.
1: I, I, I really don't know much of anything about it at all. It, do, it does kind of make me think of the, um, like, I don't know, what if these different sobriety programs are like different religions or something. You know what I mean? Like, in some ways, they're they're uh, all kind of saying the same, essentially the same thing,
0: you know. but uh, Yeah, but for me, Zach, it seems that the difference, and, you know, we've studied, AA and we've practiced the 12 steps and we've all seemed to go past that into other. Well, oh, right now we're studying the doubt. 18, you know, mm-hmm. that's not 12 step AA approved literature was right, yeah. quotation. You know, that's not, but I think AA was just a path to get that ground ready for going back to our, our, our cultivation analogy. Mm hmm. To get the ground ready so that the spiritual life could grow in us. And I'm I'm reading Everyday Zen. I was reading it right before we met uh, Joko Beck. Mm -hmm. And they use meditation for the same thing we use the steps for. Mm -hmm. And they're heading to the same place that we're headed, headed to with the steps, which is getting the ground ready. So something can grow Mm -hmm. and we got to get the ground ready. And for me, the steps, the fourth step, looking at my uh, character defects and then the the eighth and ninth steps of, of making my amends and getting rid of all. And through that process, getting rid of my fear and my resentments and my selfishness and my dishonesty and then living that through the 10 through 12 is continually every day cultivating that ground anticipating growth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what this is saying is that we've got to look within and cultivate the Tao in our life. And for me, working the steps on a daily basis is cultivating the Tao because I'm leaving room for God. I'm making room for God to grow in my life. And what I'm doing is not pointing to that growth or making room for that growth, not making it happen, but leaving room for it to happen. then uh, something, you know, things need to continue to change. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's interesting. I think, I think AA, I mean,
1: AA is by its own, uh, by its own definitions is a spiritual approach, you know, uh, it, that's what it claims to be, and rightfully so. Um, but I've you know I've heard you say it. I've, uh, I've heard Rob Bell say it. Uh, other I'm sure other people have said it. But uh, you know they the they said the statement is everything is spiritual. You know, and so like programs, you know, like the Smart you mentioned, or maybe other programs that I don't know of um you know even the ones that say that they're not spiritual you know maybe that's just a, uh it's just a way in you know for somebody that maybe that you know they're they're so against the word you know if a lot of people have a problem with the use of the word higher power you know um they they might even have a use with you know a problem with the use of the term spiritual. You know what I mean, but that doesn't mean that they can't participate in a spiritual path. You know, even if that's not what it's labeled.
0: But but a lot of these approaches have no spiritual aspect to them at all, and they're blatant about that. That that is not.
1: But if everything is spiritual, it does it matter that they say that it's not spiritual?
0: Hey, that's good. Uh, but if they're looking to their ego. And they're they're themselves as the solution. Uh, that's the, that's the thing that would throw me off because that didn't work for me. My willpower was not enough. And if I'm still working within my willpower and there's no surrender, I know that would not work for me. If it works for them, great. Like I said, that's good, but I'm just talking about my experience. That would not work for me. Nor me stopping just with AA would have worked for me either. Mm -hmm. I mean, the things we study now, I mean, I still study AA stuff and I don't disagree with it. I think that, you know, all those things are ways of cultivating and we move on to other ways to cultivate. We might start out with a little short handled hoe Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) and end
0: up with a combine or some kind of big tractor. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. it's just, it's all cultivating, you know, it's mm-hmm. all cultivating. So I, I don't know. I just, uh, anyone who's never experienced uh, a spiritual awakening is missing it. And then learning how to practice being in the moment in more moments of the day is missing it. You know, you just, you see that there's more there, you know, I'm looking at a study that shows the effectiveness of Alcoholics Anonymous, a new study about this. Have you seen that? No. Uh, Heard it talked about? It says the well-known program that seeks to help people with alcohol use disorder, Alcoholics Anonymous, has been criticized for not having the medical research to back up its efficacy until now. A new study published by the medical journal Cochrane Database of Systematic Review found the peer led program not only helps people get sober, but it also has higher rates of continuous sobriety compared with professional mental health therapy, such as cognitive behavior therapy, Hmm. which is smart and all these other things. So it has a better rate than, uh, than the other approaches according to what the research that they did. They did, uh, in 2006, they included eight trials with about 3,400 people, while the new review included 7, 27, 27 studies with more than 10,500 people. The studies reviewed uh, blah, blah, blah. AA was never found less effective and was often significantly better than other interventions or quitting cold turkey. One study found the program 60% more effective than alternatives. Hmm. Yeah. So it goes on and on. I'll put a link to this study in the, in the notes okay. it's in USA yeah. today, is the article about It's interesting. It. I, I haven't looked at it, but I never quote that because I don't want to, I mean, it's not, I don't defend AA. I just tell people, I try to tell someone what worked for me. If I share that, I most of the time I pass on commenting on those things. I don't, I try not to get into those discussions.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah <laughs> it's uh... so so what's our job our job really is to cultivate the ground right in our now yeah. cultivate yeah. the now make the ground ready to to receive and grow hm so i do that through meditation i do that through study i do that through service i do that through Trying in interactions, thinking about the person I'm interacting with rather than myself, be it riding down the road and the person's riding close behind me. I can say, hmm, instead of slamming on my brakes and telling them they're number one, showing them they're number one by flipping them the bird. (laughs) which is what I used to do in my Jeep with the sides off. So they could see me plain as day. Right. I'd slam on my brakes and I would get all hot, you know, so hmm, I'm I'm riding close to me today. <laughs> I must be in a hurry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I like what, well, I like what you're saying about like the service for instance is a good, uh, is a good example, you know, I mean, you, you know, always held that up as a, like, you've always held that up as an example of something that you're doing, you know, I'm going to go help somebody else as a way of helping myself. You know what I mean? And I think, I think that's a good, uh, it's, well, it's just interesting. So all of these things, you know, like the, all these different levels, the individual, the family, the community um, as it as it keeps getting bigger all I mean every time it gets bigger, the smaller thing is still included in the larger thing you know what I mean and so you know I mean it is true like what we've you know what we've said you know cultivating yourself as an individual is, in a way cultivating the next level up, you know, it is cultivating your family, your community, et cetera. I think, um, you know, and and maybe, maybe just like we realize that we're all, you know, that we're all one, uh, you know, how connected we all are, you know, all of these different levels are also, you know, extremely connected. Um, service is a, is a good example of that. You know what I mean? If you, you help somebody else, you're not just helping them as part of your community. You're helping yourself,
0: you know? Yeah. When I help you, I'm helping me. And and really Zach, you know, service is not something you do separate. I'm going to go do some service. No, it's kind of an intention in whatever you're doing already can be. For example, When I go to Walmart, which fortunately has been less lately, (laughs) I invariably look for trash to pick up on the way into the store because I need to do something for Walmart before I go in. And it always helps me to be a little more patient and a little more kind while I'm there. When I go to the dump and dump my trash, there's a couple of guys that worked there that wouldn't let me put stuff in one day because I had too big a trailer and it made me mad. And I I paid tax, you know, and I got mad and all that. And anyway, I had to say, okay, so what do I do with that? I make a point that when I go now, I say, hello, hope they have a great day. And there's always a little trash around the dumpster that they haven't picked up and done their job. So, I'll pick up a little bit of trash and put it in the dumpster, you know, just do a little extra, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that angst is leaving because it's making me more joined with them. The more kind I am, it really yeah. benefits me, you know? Yeah. I've worked my way through that now, but, uh, I don't see why they couldn't let me take half the stuff and put it in. I still don't. But anyway, uh, <laughs> And I was helping oh, like, well, someone move, you know, I was actually doing something for someone at the same time, you know, anyway, uh, defending again. But, uh, then I just, oh, they're just doing their job. They're doing what they're told. So, but, uh, yeah. but, getting okay with that stuff because I used to just get all irate and almost get kicked out of places over little things like that, you know? Yeah. And it's a, I think it's a process of just showing kindness in more areas of our life where we used to defend and attack. How can I be kind in that area? You know, that's cultivating for me. And I think that's a way like what you're talking about it, getting out into the world is we start having these acts of kindness outside our scope of kindness expands. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Our radius gets bigger.
1: Yeah. 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 I guess, you know, sometimes I wonder because, you know, a lot of this stuff talks about, you know, the labels and what is the definition of good and bad and what is the definition of you and me. And, uh, you know, like you're saying, your driving example, you know, I'm driving, I'm driving very close to me right now. You know, that, uh, that, that concept, that way of thinking, it's so, It's part of the reason I feel like I keep asking the same questions like over and over again. You know what I mean? Is because like my way of thinking is so, so binary, so linear, it's so on or off. It's, you know, uh, that it, it doesn't matter how many teachings I expose myself to that are, you know, that are non-dualistic or non, you know, that, that don't work that way. It's still hard for my brain to get my head around, you know, how everything works when, when we're all connected, you know what I mean? How do you think about things when you really are all, all connected? You know, that's a, like the cognitive dissonance in that sentence, you know, is, is, Of You know, I'm driving very close to me like it doesn't even make you you know what I mean? It's like it's it's almost uncomfortable to hear it, you know, just. Oh, it is. It's much less, much less believe it and act in
0: the world that way. Like that's the reality of life, you know. Well, I think what happens is we start reacting much less. Letting our mind take us off on tangents, much less and we quit all the. A lot of the uh, incessant, incessant thinking about things that aren't going to make the fight thoughts as much reminds me of in the second Matrix, the twins that were working for the Merovingian that uh, in the highway scene where they were fighting and they think together,
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: one said to the other. Uh, we're getting aggravated, aren't we? And he said, yes, we are. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the thoughts were together, you know. And so right. the same, that kind of a thing, you know. Like, hmm, yeah, that's it. Another matrix analogy to spirituality.
1: Sure. Hmm. Maybe maybe when we're finished with the Tao, we'll go through the matrix and see how, see
0: how that goes. No, I don't know. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'm sure there's some, there's some writings about that. Isn't there?
1: I'm sure. I'm quite sure it's been done. I don't know by who, but I'm sure.
0: I'm not going there today. I would like, I would, I could start, but I'm not, I just watched them. I've I've heard they were going to reboot it. Hmm. You know, the guys that did that are now girls. Really? The Wazowski brothers are now sisters.
1: I don't keep up with them, so I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah, I was like, really? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Each is on. Hey. But uh, I I have a lot of spiritual thoughts out of The Matrix, especially the second movie. Yeah. I'm not convinced we were not the virus, as Smith (laughs) thought. Sure, yeah. I said we weren't going there, and I'm going there. I'm (laughs) going to stop. yeah, cultivating the Tao. So I guess it would be cultivating the Tao in more moments of my day. So how am I looking to be kind and seeking a way to give? Like the 79th chapter, one with true virtue seeks always seeks a way to give. One who lacks true virtue always seeks a way to get. To the giver comes the fullness of life, to the taker just an empty hand. So it would be applying that in more moments of the day would be a part of that. So in a situation mm-hmm. asking, how can I give in this situation rather than how can I get if you want some simple way to look at it, that, that would probably be for me, one of the most simple ways to look, let all things come and go effortlessly without desire. He never expects results. Thus he is never disappointed. That's from the 55th chapter defend yourself with compassion is the most powerful force in the universe from the 67 that's cultivating the doubt in my thinking. Yeah. Man, defending with compassion, that just blows my mind. Well, that goes with the course in miracles thoughts of when I attack you, I'm attacking me Same kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Just like you yeah. talked about, about if someone's upset the real question is what are they afraid of
1: yeah yeah absolutely and and then just all of the different you know all of the different connections all of these different levels of connection you know and how i guess almost interchangeable they are you know what i mean like how uh, you know if i'm if I'm serving my community, I'm really serving myself. If I'm, if I'm, uh, cultivating the Tao in myself, I'm also cultivating the Tao in my family and community. Um, it, it, man, it's been a long time since I've thought about some of this stuff, but like I remember, um, you know, in, in church, Christian, you know, one of the things that I remember hearing people talk about in church quite a quite a while ago, uh, but is um, this idea of uh, corporate repentance, um, which is kind of, I mean, it's a little bit out there, but is the idea that someone, you know, like as a body, that you're going to repent for things that you didn't necessarily do. You know what I mean? Like, you're sorry that they, you know, um, I, well, I don't want to get into like, I don't, I don't know if I have the capacity to like try to break down what repentance is, but, but it, whatever it is, you know, it speaks to the level of connection. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This idea of, you know, uh, repenting for things that need repenting for, whether or not you're the, you know, just because you can't be charged with the crime doesn't mean you, you don't need to repent for it. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: I'm not familiar with that one, but what you're, what you're, the gist of what you're saying though, is that we make corrections on a social and uh, corporate level, like we're making personally an example yeah. of you know, cultivating it, on a higher level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. It's just, so, just like some of the reforms I hope we have to uh, holding police officers accountable in our current, you know, political environment you know Uh, i mean police officers have to be accountable they have to be you know so yeah i can see how that and how you know everyone treat being treated fairly that kind of a thing would be part of what's going on right now i would think Um, i think that's real important no one should be afraid to you know to be in public and ride down the road or you know Be in fear just because of their color. Sure. Because of their race, that shouldn't be. Nor should I be afraid. I've told my wife, before you go to Atlanta, you fill the car up before you go. You don't stop in Atlanta and get gas. Hmm. And she said, why? I said, we have less carjackings the further we're out of town. So you don't stop unless you have to, and your doors are locked at all times because you just don't know what can happen. You know, you don't, you don't take undue risks. You, know, you go where you need to, but you don't. You know. I mean, I've been in places, I was in Baltimore on a motorcycle rally and uh, there was a guy that got behind me. It was early morning and would, or a guy in front of me and he would sit in front of the light after it turned yellow and then go through to try to keep me from going. He was just crazy, just messing with me. So I took a block over, and I was in the middle of the projects and didn't know it in downtown Baltimore. And I was like, oh, shit. And so I, I just shot out of there as quick as I could. But it was like a what I would think a war zone would look like. Busted up buildings and abandoned cars. Just a couple of blocks off of downtown Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And uh you just, you know, you need to be able to be safe anywhere no matter what color you are. And so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of reform needed. Hopefully we're heading in a good direction with that. I know, I know now versus a hundred years ago, we are for sure. I would like to see it move a lot faster. So that's the kind of thing you're talking about too, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, just, just an idea still, you know, I mean, like everybody else, you know, just trying to work out, how it applies to me and you know
0: working out your own salvation
1: something like that yeah
0: with fear and trembling yeah business right sure it is it is so our so the effortless part of the effort is we're cultivating the ground and making room for the real growth to happen that we have no control over yeah yeah or mess up is isn't there an analogy? Isn't there an old story of uh, someone wanting the plants to grow and they pull them out of the ground and and kill them? There's a like a <laughs> old proverb about that that they pulled the plants out of the ground and impatient and with their growth and wanted them to grow faster.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm sure there probably is.
0: So what I... what we need to do is keep cultivating the ground. They want to
1: see it growing, so they pull it out and look at it. Do I? They want to see it growing, so they pull it out and look at it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Hmm. It's a Chinese – it was something I read in some of my Tao stuff, I think. I don't know where it is. Uh, But, yeah, that was the gist of it, that, you know, we have to be patient and do our part, and the rest will follow. I think I'm going to go look within a little and see if I can cultivate the ground a little. The hard part of that is – pulling up the weeds when we see them. When my wife wants to fuss at me about something I did wrong and instead of defending say, yes, ma'am, you're right. (laughs) That's pulling up a weed (laughs) or not taking advantage in a situation. That's pulling up a weed, you know, correcting, dealing with my fear. Dealing with my selfishness and my dishonesty and a resentment, not not letting someone get angry at me and me enjoy being angry back and attacking. That's pulling up a weed. That weed pops up. I was like, Oh shit, there's a weed, let me get it. That's cultivating that ground. Then watering it, pulling it. Patience. All right, anything else, my friend?
1: Oh man. I'm sure
0: there's something, but I don't know what it is right now. Sounds good. Talk to you another day. We'll see you later. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use, and have a great week.